This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Tuesday, July 9th. 2019. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Boy, Alderwoman Ellie Tierney sure poked a hornet's nest. She has proposed legislation that would double the parking meter rates at waterfront parking lots in downtown Annapolis. Now, this is not all of the meters. It is just the surface lots down at City Dock. So all of that parking that you see down on City Dock, as well as the Donner and Basil lots, which are the two lots that are sort of on either side of that 110 Compromise Street building, would all go to $4 an hour for parking as opposed to the current $2. Tierney says that this is going to help fund transportation programs, including increased shuttles and signages. Eric Evans, who's the executive director for the Downtown Annapolis Partnership, said the new rate for parking would reduce the number of locals who visit downtown businesses. I probably would be one of them. And in an interview with the Capitol, Tierney said, to put it bluntly, those waterfront surface parking spots are not meant for locals. There is obviously less expensive parking for locals. Of all the speakers at the council meeting last night, all were universally opposed. Sven Storm tossed out three pounds of quarters, or eight dollars, which he claims is what it would cost and what you would have to carry to park two hours if you didn't have a credit card to pay the meter. What I think this does not address is the local or the visitor that's going for a quick stop. Think the market house. The Iron Rooster Market, Pips Hot Dogs, Storm Brothers for an Ice Cream, Chipotle. If you're going to have to pay $4 an hour to park for what amounts to a 20-minute trip or maybe even a 15-minute trip, it's going to dissuade people from parking there. Also, we have learned that the city is in the process of negotiating a deal with the e-cruisers to eliminate the circulator. The city will pay e-cruisers to run the electric golf carts from a hub down at the Market House out to West Annapolis, up West Street, out to Westgate Circle, as well as to Eastport and the Eastport Shopping Center. In other city council news, Dewan Gay was signed in as the new alderman for Ward 6. The election was certified, and in total, there were 341 votes cast in the election. 204 write-in votes for Gay, 71 for Republican George Gallagher, and 62 votes for Democratic Yanis Kakayani. Gay was signed in by Mayor Buckley just before the council meeting began. Another really cool thing that happened in the council meeting is that the Annapolis Police Department was there with nine local students, and they are all recipients of a scholarship that's been established by the Annapolis Police Department. And they established this in 2017 in honor of their 150th anniversary. This year, seven recipients received $1,000 scholarships and two received $500 scholarships. They were funded through several anonymous benefactors, the Spring Fling fundraising event down at the Market House, community donations, and also a great partnership with Papa John's Pizza. Additionally, this year, an anonymous donor gave the scholarship fund $5,000 and asked that they be awarded in the memory of Gerald Fishman, Rob Hyacin, John McNamara, Rebecca Smith, and Wendy Winters. Winning the $1,000 scholarship was Leonardo Acosta, who had a 3.67 GPA at Annapolis High School, Dimitri Brown with a 3.14 GPA at Annapolis High School, and he was given that in memory of Rob Hyacin. Jamira Eads earned a 3.57 at Annapolis High School, and that was given in memory of Gerald Fishman. Christopher Hernandez earned a 2.81 GPA at South River in their STEM program, and that was given in memory of Rebecca Smith. Michaela Sims earned a 3.18 at Annapolis High School, and that was given in memory of Wendy Winters. Sidra Tahir earned a 3.84 GPA at Annapolis High School. 
Cameron Thomas earned a 2.92 GPA at Annapolis High School, where he took AP and Honors classes and played football and lacrosse all four years, and that was given in memory of, understandably, John McMurra. The two recipients of the $500 scholarship were Kaisha Addison and Nije Beckles. So congratulations to you nine students. I hope you do wonderful things. Now, for those that aren't aware of the Papa John's deal, if you order Papa John's pizza online or you call Papa John's, give them this discount code. It's APDSCHOLAR40, and you're going to get 40% off of your order, and the Annapolis Police Department will get 10% of your order for that scholarship fund. It's a real easy way to get pizza and help out the local community. The DNR is trying to figure out if a boater is missing after they discovered an empty John boat on the Gibson Island Causeway yesterday morning. The boat is described as a 12-foot John boat. It was found on the causeway at Gibson Island, and it had crabbing gear, life jackets, and a small outboard motor. It was four horsepower, but no vessel number, so there is no way to track the boat. From the somewhat cloudy picture provided, it is either a dark gray or possibly a dark green boat. Anybody that has any information is asked to contact Officer Miller at 410-260-8888. Some sad news out of Bethany in Delaware. Kelly Scruggs, 27, of Annapolis, died after she was struck by a car Thursday night on Coastal Highway while she was riding her bike. According to the state police, she entered the intersection and the front end of the car struck her on the right side and knocked her to the pavement. She was not wearing a helmet, nor did she have any functioning lights on the bicycle, and this did happen at about 10.15 p.m. Kelly was recently hired by Crosby Marketing and Communications in Annapolis as a social media designer. All right, that is about it. I want to thank Kegs in Cork's Beer and Wine Festival for their support in sponsoring the Daily News Brief for the next month or so. If you like wine and you like beer, here's two things you need to know. KegsinCorksFest.com and August 17th. Now you just need to hang tight for about a minute. We have George Young with your local DMV weather forecast, and he's coming up in just a second. Hey, it's Nisi. Join me Saturday, August 17th for the Kegs and Corks Festival at the Anne Arundel County Fairgrounds. Tickets benefit the Special Olympics of Maryland and include a souvenir glass, unlimited wine and beer samples, plus live music by Amish Outlaws, Jay Corsi Willis and the Stone Authors, and the XPD Band. Enjoy over 80 Maryland wines, 40 craft beers, incredible food, unique arts and crafts, and more. Get tickets now and start the party at noon instead of one. Go now to kegsandcorksfest.com for tickets. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Tuesday, July 9th. Yesterday was much nicer temp-wise for Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel County, but max sunshine returns today with dry skies and temps in the 85 to 92 degree range for highs. And those conditions should last through Thursday making for a fairly reasonable midsummer weather week overall, though it will warm up even more Friday through the weekend with highs upper 80s to mid-90s each day, with maybe some showers and storms moving through the region on Friday with yet another frontal boundary. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMD Weather. Make it a great day out there. Be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DC MDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores, and also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmdweather.com. So you can always stay weather informed. Hi, this is Kevin Canale. Michael Sanderson. The host of the Maryland Association of Counties official podcast, the Conduit Street Podcast. We like to talk Maryland policy and Maryland politics. That's what we're all about. 
Why counties? Well, look at the stuff we do. Education, public safety, environment, taxes, all the areas that people care about. Counties care about that, too. So our podcast is for counties, but it's also for anyone out there who's interested in talking about public policy. Absolutely. We did a whole episode on Uber and Airbnb and new disruptive technologies. Right. We've been covering school funding debate probably in more depth than anybody else out there. We've talked about President Trump's tax reform, uh, redistricting lawsuits, cleaning up the Chesapeake Bay, all that kind of stuff. It's part of our beat. Why do we call it Conduit Street? Well, that's where we are. That's who we are. You Annapolitans on this podcast, you know it is that street right over there by Chicken Ruth's. Now, that's an Annapolis institution. We want to be, too. That's our headquarters, and it's sort of our brand. You can listen to the Conduit Street podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Catch us on Fridays and get a roundup of policy and politics from right here in Annapolis and around Maryland. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.